Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Endeavor video show and podcast. I'm your host, Jason Breitkopf. With me once again is Marvin Vilma, a college counselor, former college admissions officer, and all-around uh, expert in uh, the high school, independent high school uh, application experience as a former student at an independent school. And uh, we're talking today as the second part of our series on the high school admittance process. Um, we're going to be talking today about uh, standardized testing for independent high school admittance. So Marvin, how you doing? I'm doing well. Great. So glad to have you back on the show. I Thank appreciate you. you coming back. So I wanted to start off with uh, our topic today, which is about testing mm -hmm. for uh, independent and or parochial high school admittance. Now I know from our previous conversations that you went to an independent school. What was it called again? The Trinity School. And that's in? New York City. Oh my gosh. That sounds fancy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what sort of testing? did you have to undergo as an eighth grader to get into this school? Yeah, so testing was interesting because I actually took two different tests. Oh my. At the time, I was considering both boarding school and day schools. And so I took the ISEE and the SSAT, uh, ISEE being um, for independent day schools and the SSAT being for the boarding schools I was looking at at the time. It's interesting that you said that, that the day school wanted one and the boarding school wanted another, that that's, especially because we're up here in Massachusetts, for those who are viewing and listening at home, that it's not always that way. In fact, in this area in Massachusetts, both boarding schools and day schools tend to seem to prefer the SSAT here. Yeah. When I was working in California, uh, almost every school, whether boarding or day school tended to prefer the ISEE. Oh, interesting. I think it's very regionalized. And there's yeah. parts of the country yeah. where it depends on what type of school it is, and there's parts of the country where every school takes the same test because they're relatively, in, in terms of admissions, competing with each other right. for uh, qualified students. So I, I find it interesting that in your experience there was that difference. Mm -hmm. And again, if you listening or viewing at home have a completely different experience, that's completely valid. Again. Schools can take whatever test they want. Schools can ask for whatever test they want. That's just the way they are. That's the point of being independent. Yes. <laughs> so what was your experience taking those tests? I mean, are you scarred for life? <laughs> Not scarred for life, but I remember sitting in that room for hours being you know, 12, 13 years old asking myself why is this happening to me um, are you saying you didn't volunteer for that <laughs> i mean I, I, part of me wanted it but the uh, other part of me thought to myself you know do i want it that much where i would sit down for this test and i think what was um difficult even more challenging um was that i took the test multiple times so i took the test initially in seventh grade the ssat yes and then i took it again in eighth grade and of course there was a significant score bump which i think helped my application profile but it was a lot of hours of studying mm -hmm. a lot of hours of sitting down for the test and i'm really glad that it worked out the way it did yeah i can imagine so for those listening at home and watching um the ssat and isee are two different tests they're sl structured slightly differently but the one thing i want to bring up right at this moment is something that marvin just talked about he said he took the ssat multiple times so if you're sitting at home as a parent or as a student or as an educator and you remember the SAT when you were applying to college, you could take that test 
as many times as you would like. So long as they were administering it, you could take the SAT. And the same is true of the ACT. When it comes to high school admittance, though, the SSAT does behave similarly. It's administered numerous times throughout the year. Uh, you can take it as a 7th or 8th grader in preparation for your application to independent high schools. And some parochial schools also will accept the SSAT. We'll talk about when that's not true in just a few minutes. Uh, but you can take it as many times as you like. And generally speaking, like with colleges with the SAT or ACT, independent high schools will take the best score. So they'll take that score that will make both you and them look best should they choose to accept you. The difference is though, the ISEE, generally you're not allowed to take it as many times as you would like. Was that also your experience? I believe that was true back then. Yes, I only took the test once in eighth grade. Generally speaking, the ISEE, which is administered by a company called ERB, and they also administer uh, standardized testing at a lot of independent schools. The yearly testing that you might take in public school, for example, here in Massachusetts, we call that MCAS. At uh, many private or independent schools, they take something called ERBs. And that's from a company called ERB, and that company administers the ISEE, and usually there's a six-month cool-off period, I call it, but it's more like a waiting period between testings. So if you took that test in September, if it was offered in September, you would not be able to take it again until March. And at that point, a lot of schools are already done making their decisions about admissions. So the ISEE tends to be a one-and-done for many students in, in opposition to the SSAT. So was your experience on those two tests radically different from each other? Content-wise, I cannot remember a difference, to be quite honest. Um, I think what did kind of make the difference was um, kind of where I was taking the test, with whom I was taking the test. That, for me, was the biggest thing, because I think my first time I took it at an independent school. And then when I took it again, I took it at a testing center, which felt like a very different experience. That, for me, was the biggest difference. But otherwise, it felt the same. Well, in terms of content, they tend to be very similar, although they are certainly not identical. And the folks who write each of those tests would not want us to pretend that they were identical. Right. They're very proud <laughs> of the tests they've written. But let's just talk about your testing experiences and the difference between taking it at an independent school or at a testing center. When you took one of these tests at an independent school, was that a school to which you were applying? It was. It was. And my parents very intentionally um, wanted me to take a test there to see what that environment might be like, um, but also to become more familiar with the physical space of the building. Um, and when I took it at a testing center, it's more so just to get it done and make mm -hmm. sure that I got the scores on time to submit with my application. The testing centers are often in office buildings, they might be a storefront in a strip mall. What sort of testing center? You don't need to name no. names, especially if you don't remember. But do you remember what, what, the, what the environment was like? It was a bit more sterile. Um, and it felt a little bit more cold, if that even makes sense. It does. It absolutely does. I mean, I took the GREs when I was applying to right. grad school. Yeah. And I did it at an independent center. Uh, Pardon me, I did it at a testing center. And again, you know, the GREs are computer based, so you're mm -hmm. sat in this little cubby hole right. with a computer there. They, the little like cardboard yeah. walls yeah. that you can't, that are like translucent, so light comes through them, but you can't see the person next to you. 
So really, so cold is a really good descriptor, I believe. And many of the folks listening or watching at home may have done testing at a testing center as an adult, mm-hmm. whether it's you know right. graduate school admissions or a certification test to be a real estate agent or to get your master electrician's license. Right. Right. There's a lot of tests that take place at testing centers. And if you as an adult found that stressful or upsetting, imagine a 12 or 13 year old child. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, the stress of going to the school and taking the test there, yeah. it really depends on the person, I guess. I think though that it helped because I kind of and this is maybe hindsight, you know, being 2020, I could see myself being a student at that school, mm-hmm. sitting down for a test from a teacher, and it really helped me to see, okay, is this a good fit? Like, would I feel really comfortable here as a student? Um, and it did, and I thought that was nice. So you felt more comfortable taking the test at the school as opposed to the testing center? Yeah, I did. I'm actually not surprised, even though there is that stress of being at the school, mm-hmm. but I think as a 12 or 13 year old, going to an office park you know, this kind of like the doctor's office, but it's a testing center, mm-hmm. would just be very stressful. Right. Just be so yeah. outside their daily experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be super stressful. And yeah, so I would agree with you there. So let's talk now a little bit about something that you didn't take this test, uh, and I have never taken it, and that's the HSPT, which okay. is the admissions test for a lot of Catholic schools. Okay. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about the big difference here, because what Marvin was talking about was his experience taking the SSAT and the ISEE for admissions to both day schools and uh, boarding schools, independent schools that are not necessarily religiously affiliated. Uh, and many religiously affiliated schools also use those tests. Mm-hmm. But the most commonly used test by Catholic high schools is called the HSPT. Now the biggest difference, as you're going to see in a second, is that which test do you, do you remember which test you took at the testing center? Was that the SSAT? Yes. So the SSAT is administered nationally, uh, similar to the SAT and the ACT uh, on certain testing dates. And it doesn't really matter to where you're applying. You just tell the school, tell, uh, you write down, you fill in the bubbles and tell the test makers where to send your scores. The biggest difference with the HSPT for Catholic schools is that the company that writes HSPT does not administer it, and certainly not nationally. What they do is is they license the test. Basically, they sell the test to each individual Catholic school, which can then administer it on whatever date they choose, in whatever environment they choose. And a lot of the Catholic schools have a tendency to market their test as their own original test. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and the way they're able to do that is, unlike the SSAT or the ISEE, which have a distinct number of sections, a math section or two, a reading section, a vocabulary section, an essay. And that's pretty much the way those two tests are structured. The HSPT has, in addition to the math, reading, and vocabulary sections, has grammar sections, science sections, Mm -hmm. social studies sections, and religion sections. Oh, wow. And the school that licensed the test gets to choose which ones that school wants to administer. So in my experience working with students who are applying to Catholic schools, highly competitive ones at least, is that most of these schools only really administer the core sections, the math, reading, and vocabulary, but many of them will administer the grammar section, and only a tiny, tiny, tiny minority will administer one of the other sections, Mm -hmm. even the religion one, Mm -hmm. which I found fascinating. 
I thought more Catholic schools would administer the religion section, right. but they tend not to. I think they're they're assuming that many students might not have a religious education right. yet. Right. At least that's in my opinion. And students taking the HSBT will take them any time in the fall when the school administers them. And the sad thing is that if you apply to four highly competitive Catholic schools, you have to take the HSBT four times. Four times. Wow. One at each school, and it might be different and in a different order mm -hmm. each time. Mm -hmm. So that's the big difference between the HSPT, the Catholic school right. test, and the SSAT or ISEE, which are used by many, if not all, uh, independent, non-religious day and or boarding schools. Although I will say one of the most prestigious Catholic schools in this region is called St. John's Prep, mm -hmm. and it's up in Peabody, Massachusetts. And they take uh, the SSAT primarily. Okay. Although they will administer the HSBT. Right. From my experience, the majority of the students uh, applying for admissions to that school take the SSAT. Is the HSPT oftentimes used to help place students into you know honors versus college prep courses when they receive admission, or is it just for admission? You know, I think that's really up to the Catholic school. Okay. In my experience, most of the students with whom I've worked uh, were told that it was mostly just for admissions, okay. uh, but there was some level of placement. Basically, and I, I know the look. I know the folks who write the HSPT are not going to be happy with me saying this, but in my experience, tutoring these tests, having taken practice ones so I can answer the questions when students have them, the HSPT is significantly easier than the other two. Oh, okay. So when students really pin the needle on, those, on that test, mm -hmm. I think that's when the Catholic schools take notice and might uh, use it for placement, right. but um, for the most part, no. Okay. I have heard of certain independent schools using SSAT scores and results for some level of placement, mm -hmm. but not, again, not all of them. Right. Okay. Have you heard something different? Um, for the SSAT? Yeah. I haven't heard of that, actually. Um, mostly because at my school and schools that I've worked with, all of their there are no placements. You know, all the right. students are taking college prep courses. Right. There are no honors. Um, unless you move into the AP right. world, um, but no. I again, it was very it was in a only one or two situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and again, you're absolutely right. And a lot of the experience I've had working with students who were attending independent schools or applying to them, they consider every class right. uh, beyond college prep. Exactly. Right. Like there's no basic college prep level like there would be at a public high school. Right. Right. Everybody is college bound, so yeah. they're they're they're. I've even worked with students at certain schools where they, they don't have honors, they don't have AP, mm -hmm. every student is considered in the top level class. Right, That's just right. it. You're in it or you're not. And then when it comes to kind of language classes and math classes, they usually have their own tests internally that they use to place students into, you know, skip algebra and go to geometry or something like that. Yeah, I've heard similar. So while, while placement is theoretically possible using the SSAT or ISEE, most schools will not do that. And there are probably a handful that do, but again, um, that's actually pretty rare um, in that sense. So uh, before we wrap up, is there anything else about the testing process that you remember? Any advice you would have for parents that they could share with their students? Mm -hmm. From the student perspective. From the student perspective. These tests are really anxiety inducing for students and so I think it's just important that parents be as supportive as possible. Um, you know, 
not forcing things down you know, your, your child's throat, but really just encouraging them to do their best to get into the habit of taking a test over and over again, just so that they feel more comfortable with timing and you know being in a place where they have to sit down for such a long period of time. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard um, to, to take that. That makes a lot of sense, and I feel the same way. These tests are very much about dealing with pressure and anxiety. And, you know, I obviously I work for a tutoring company, so I believe that test prep can be valuable for students in this situation. But unlike high school students who are in their junior or entering their senior year who are much more aware of the benefits of this, mm -hmm. and even if they are not interested, are still open to doing it. Right. Uh, if a middle school student is really fighting with you against test prep, don't waste your money. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, you know, you can make them do it, but a middle school student can really self-sabotage very effectively. Right. Yeah. Middle school students are very good at that. Yeah. So you want to have a, a communication, and and if they're really interested in going to this school, uh, talk them through it so that it becomes their idea to get the mm -hmm. test prep. I've worked with a lot of middle school students on test prep for both the ISEE and SSAT, and when it's their idea, uh, they're motivated, they're interested, and they're there for their own self-improvement, and mm -hmm. the uh, improvement is noticeable and palpable. That's a really good point. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you once again, Marvin, for being with me. Uh, I think this is a really valuable episode for families looking into uh, independent admissions. Uh, we talked about the testing process just now. Uh, if you like what you hear, please uh, share the podcast episode or the video episode that's on YouTube. You can subscribe to know when the new ones are coming out because this is only the second part of our series. We're going to continue with this. And uh, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, at EndeavorPod. I'll answer any questions you may have. And in the meanwhile, let's all keep learning.